When you have money, you start investing in your future. When you start investing in your future, you start worrying you'll make mistakes. Oops. When you start worrying you'll make mistakes, you can't sleep at night and watch infomercials. Pick up cat hair, some clothes. When you watch infomercials, you think you can get rich by placing tiny classified ads in newspapers. When you place tiny classified ads in newspapers, you subscribe to those papers to make sure your ad is running. When you subscribe to a bunch of newspapers, they pile up at your house, making it look like you're not home. When you look like you're not home, Girl Scouts don't come to your door. When Girl Scouts don't come to your door, you don't get to buy Girl Scout cookies. Don't miss out on Girl Scout cookies. Get rid of get-rich-quick schemes from infomercials and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. No one should ever miss out on Girl Scout cookies. Absolutely not. <laughs> Troy knows that all too well, don't you? Well, are you, you saying were... that I eat too many girls? <laughs> you're right not in the middle sure of it. I think saying. it's that you have a Girl Scout in your house. That's right. I absolutely do, and it is the season where they're out there selling, so uh, be kind to your local Girl Scout and buy some cookies. Jennifer, it's a shame that you can't write off. I mean, it is a charitable organization. Uh-huh. It is a 5013C, yeah. C3, C3, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 5013C. Yeah. Yeah, C3. C3, as I said. C3PO. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. That's right. And uh, it's a shame because you get the equivalent of what you give them, so Mm -hmm. you don't get the right stuff I can assure you I'd be buying a lot more if you got a a tax uh, deduction for it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm buying. I'm not sure that it's really giving. I'm just feeding me. Yeah, I actually saw in the grocery store they now have Girl Scout cookie cereal. They do, and I think they have ice cream. they got all kinds of products. Oh, really? I saw that. that Yeah, no doubt. Well, guys, we we have, uh, I guess, a... uh, a case that we wanted to talk about. Bill hates it when we call these things case studies, but hey, what is it? Uh, got a. Uh, we've we've changed all the names uh, to protect the innocent or guilty or however you want to look at it. Uh, but we've got Sean. He's divorced, 46 years old. Uh, got after-tax income of $320,000. Two children, eight and 12. He shares custody with his ex-wife, uh, and he's got a question. Basically, it comes down to. Uh, uh, I, I guess he came in for a review, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was uh, brought his 401k statements, and he wanted right. to see, you know, how they fit into his financial plan. And Jared, if you want to sure. take it from there, absolutely. You know, while while this case does pertain to one person, we're starting to see this more commonly across the board because, you know, when we meet with clients, that's part of something that they bring us, right? They're going to bring in their statements and, and we take a look at everything, make sure we're being comprehensive in our reviews. And we've been finding not not even more so lately. It's always been sort of an issue, but it seems to be more compounded as of late in that what we're finding is the 401k accounts, these qualified plans that clients have through their employer you know, typically the the investments within the accounts are going to be limited to dividends and and with or excuse me to mutual funds or, or right. ETFs and those funds are paying a dividend that's typically reinvested and so uh, you've got specific holdings within those accounts that are. Uh, growing because of that reinvestment. So while we might make a recommendation to a client based on what we believe their allocation in those accounts should be, that can easily become skewed due to the reinvestment of those dividends. And our stance really as a firm is that, you know, with with money we're managing, we would prefer not to reinvest the dividends, right? I mean, that's right. something we, because, because of that then when reason. the dividends accumulate, you can pick and choose where you actually exactly. want to put the money. Right. But, I mean, you know, mutual funds, that's 
pretty much a characteristic of how they work right. and especially in retirement plans. And a lot of people, especially with their 401ks, they kind of view it as a set it and forget it yep. type investment. You know, they get a recommendation from their advisor and, you know, it might be that they say, you know, you need 60% in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, large cap, 20% in mid cap, mm-hmm. and then 10% in small cap and 10% in inter- international. Yeah. And so they go and invest it that way. But then, you know, maybe the small cap and the mid caps have a really good year where their dividends have, you know, reinvested and they've grown and they've grown to be a larger percentage in that portfolio. And then yeah, all absolutely. of a sudden it's not that. Yeah. So then at the you, time you the, have to rebalance basically exactly. what you're saying. And, and it is very common for small and mid cap companies to actually mm-hmm. outperform the, yeah. the large cap, but you have to pay attention. You don't want them to get too big because they also bring with them price volatility, right. which we generally characterize well, as risk. And you know why investment. this has become such a growing problem is because th- there's really not, ever been, at least to the extent we're seeing it today, and have begun to do it ourselves for our clients, an active managed 401, right? They're, they're, that is that is the piece that people, like you said, Jennifer, they, they will set it and forget it. Yeah. While this piece is being actively managed, the, the stuff that we're helping clients with, that's the piece that gets sort of forgot about because generally speaking, the average person is not going to go in and rebalance regularly. Right. And so it easily becomes out of balance because that's something, you know, between the dividends and between performance, I mean, let's say there were no dividends being reinvested, no dividends were being paid, it can still very easily become skewed just due to performance. I mean, last year, some of the small and mid-cap uh, ETFs that, that we saw and that we used had a very good year. If you think about how how well that performance was, uh, over the course of the year, you could, if we were to only review a, a qualified plan like that annually, a client might very well come back to the table with us. And, and when we review it, this strategy we've been implementing all year is is in, you know, in line with with what we're we're wanting it to be. And then the 401k has gone off into the woods, so to speak. Yeah, last year's a, a good indication of exactly how that can happen. While the S&P 500 was up about 11.5%, mm-hmm. uh, the small cap index, the S&P 600, was up over 20%. So, it, sure. I mean, it, it doubled it, it would have uh, doubled the performance of the large cap. Mm-hmm. And and immediately, you know, a year in, you're, you're out of balance. Now, Jared, do you see administrators that allow for an automatic rebalance, or do you have to actually in most instances, go in and physically do it yourself. There, there are some that will do it for you. And, you know, as long as your your strategy, your overall strategy, your big picture is staying, you know, relatively the same, that might work. But things are changing from time to time. We're rebalancing, we're reallocating, especially for, for our clients that we run financial plans for. Maybe that allocation looks differently from year to year. So while you could set a, a strategy in place for an automatic rebalance like what you're talking about, as your life changes and you have these life events that are going to dictate different allocations. Well, and if you're different. getting closer to retirement, then you might need to put more in fixed income. I right. mean, for what we're what we're doing now for a lot of clients is we are actually actively managing their 401k plans. So, you know, they provide us with their usernames and passwords. We go in there and we look at the accounts and we compare it to their financial plans and we reallocate Mm -hmm. based on their overall situation and what we're doing for them. Um, You know, we don't typically charge as much because there there are limited choices in there and it's not something that we're actually going out and picking the investments. We're just picking 
the best of the investments yes. that they have available to them. And right. ensuring that, that that strategy, that allocation is staying in line with mm-hmm. the other actively managed accounts that we have through the custodians that we use. And, and, and she's right. And what that looks like is, you know, that the username and password that's provided to us goes into a secure system we use called LastPass. And it's, it's a way right. of us protecting their information so that it's not easily available to just, you know, all the employees. Right. You know, we basically... You know, it automatically takes exactly. care of that, and and Logs so right in, you know, no one, you know, no employee knows the right. username and password. And and it's a monthly review process. You know, the first of each month, we're we're logging in to see, okay, have their investment options changed? Has their strategy and and their managed accounts changed? Are their reinvestment of dividends and things like that that are causing the allocation that we recommended to them to become out of whack? Because that's the thing. While while a recommendation by us one day can be very appropriate, six months goes by and you revisit it and it looks very differently. And and, and typically the responsibility of that is on the client. Right. And 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 that's why you know it's it's something that we started doing because the clients were coming to us and and saying that there was a need for that. They were worried. In addition to us seeing that hey this is becoming skewed and is is not what we're doing over here with the managed accounts. It's starting to look differently because of these different factors. It's something that we needed to address. Well, and I also think with, you know, a lot of the new fiduciary regulations that are coming down, you're not going to see advisors advising on how to invest those retirement plans without some sure. type of contract in place. Right, because that, I mean, making those kind of recommendations to some degree makes us a fiduciary, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and there should be some type of compensation for that if we're taking on that responsibility. And to Jennifer's point, it's at a much lower rate than what we would otherwise charge when we pick individual stocks with Troy's help, sure. uh, mm-hmm. things like that. And, and, you know, it seems to be something that... Uh, but, I mean, if you think about what a large portion of um, your typical client's wealth is tied up in their retirement plans, yeah, that's I, I mean, that's something that you need to really take care of, mm-hmm. you know, in addition to the other parts. Absolutely. That. You say, uh, you know, we can we can pick a, pick their mutual funds. We got some pretty option, pretty off, awesome options down in uh, uh, research. That's that right. We can uh, show you all kind of. Uh, interesting pieces mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. your portfolio and, and how they, they actually are uh, arranged and allocated and, and the, the kind of returns you might uh, see as well as the volatility, the change in price on a daily basis. So, uh, you know, we can help out in a lot of ways. There's also a few 401k plans, not many, but there are a few that occasionally that you can run into where they allow a client to do a self-directed portion. So they can put it, you know, if yeah. not all of it, they can put a self-directed portion, and then they can invest in whatever they want. Yeah, it gives them a lot more options yes. for investments. Yes. Well, guys, let's take a real quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. We'll give you some ways to contact us as soon as we get back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.